uh, as we mark 100 days of the assault on the Gaza Strip, a fascinating piece uh, that reminds us of those who have been pioneering the uh, cause of Masjid al-Aqsa and probably raising consciousness about the Palestinian struggle well before it was in global vogue. One of them indeed was uh, Sheikh Sayyid Hudayfa, uh, rather, oh, he's, he's our guest this evening, but one of them uh, was uh, Maulana Abu Hassan Ali al-Nadwi, rahimahullah, and uh, he had written a book uh, all those years back. This wasn't the only place where he commented or uh, about the Palestinian struggle. This is a compilation of his speeches, which is called Al-Muslimun wa Qadiyatul Filastin. But uh, he had raised awareness and the concern was burning in his heart for a long time. That is Mulana Abu Hassan Ali al-Nadwi. And as somebody who really admires the works of Mulana Abu Hassan Ali al-Nadwi, I wanted to uh, bring this to the fore. What did he say all those years back? What was uh, the throbbing pain in his heart? What did what frustrated him? What gave him hope? And how are these thoughts relevant for us today? So to speak to us about this uh, is Sheikh Sayyid Hudayfa Ali Al-Nadwi, a distinguished scholar holding various degrees from Nadwatul Ulama in Lucknow, India. And he specializes in Arabic and Islamic studies. Uh, and he's uh, written a recent review on Muslims and the Palestinian cause by Sheikh uh, Maulana Abu Hassan Ali and Nadwi. We welcome him to Radio Islam International this evening. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Sheikh Sayyid Khudayfa. Barakallahu feek and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakumullah for giving me this opportunity to discuss this significant work by Sheikh Abu Hassan Nadwi. Jazakumullah khairan. I maybe can start off by asking you this. Um, you, you know, I, I think there's an acute appreciation, uh, great appreciation of the contribution of Mulana Abu Hassan Ali and that we widely respected uh, in all parts of the Muslim world. But for somebody who might uh, be curious or might be asking the question, uh, why specifically him uh, and why specifically would we be highlighting his thoughts relating to the Palestinian cause? Uh, what, what, what would you say to that? Yeah, so I think um, uh, when we speak about Sheikh Sayyid Abul Hassan Ali al-Hassani al-Nadwi, ta'ala, he was one of the great thinkers, writers, uh, writers and also preachers of the uh, previous century. Um, he um, he wrote various works. His, uh, if we, we talk about the subcontinent in terms of how he addressed certain issues, especially this particular issue, as I'll discuss, inshallah, we find that he his writing was quite critical, and he always was uh, he always used to um, speak about solutions. He used to speak about how we can get, we can get to a solution. So sometimes we find a lot of the times academics we find when they speak about particular issues, they don't really discuss the practical aspects of things but Sheikh he was very uh, interested in terms of how we uh, you know what what was the um, important in terms of how we could how we could uh, practically apply uh, you know and, and what the solutions were for particular things so uh, in this particular uh, issue we'll find that this is something that he focused on and the uh, book that you have obviously recently penned a review on and it's av- uh, your, your review is available on the Traversing Tradition blog. Uh, 
which is called Reflections on the Palestinian Struggle, a comprehensive exploration by Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali al-Nadwi. Uh, is this a a book, or as is it as many of the publications, a number of the publications of uh, Sheikh Rahimahullah, a compilation of the very uh, articulate speeches that he had delivered on the subject over a course of time? Yeah, so this uh, particular review that I did was um, of a book which is entitled Muslims um, and the Palestinian Cause. It's in Arabic, but these are a series of lectures that the Sheikh gave in um, in various places, in places like Egypt, in places like Mecca. He also went to Palestine and spoke about this issue as well. So the book itself is uh, quite interesting in terms of the focus. So he focuses on the historical, the religious, the political aspects of the Palestinian struggle. And he emphasizes the role and response of the Muslim world towards this conflict. So when we speak about the themes of this book, um, we find that Sheikh Hassan he states this very eloquently, that, Palestine, that the issue of Palestine is not just a territorial dispute, but rather this, this is a religious significance and it holds religious significance for Muslims globally. So... Um, he historically, you know, historically inter- intertwined with um, Islamic identity, and he shows that how the Palestinian uh, cause, uh, you know, fits in with, with, with historically with with the, with the Islamic ideology, and he also, you know, um, uh, he also, you know, mentions things like how it has been influenced influenced by various political and religious developments over time. So the book itself is quite comprehensive, or the lectures are quite comprehensive, um, and they cover historical events from. From, from the early Islamic con- conquests to modern-day conflicts. And he uh, looks at certain policies and the attitudes of Muslims uh, or the Muslim countries towards Palestine, and he assesses the successes and the failures. So, in essence, he discusses the major the role of, of, of major global powers in, shape, in shaping the Palestinian issue. And then he also delves into some theological aspects as well. So he draws on Quranic teachings, he draws on the Hadith of Prophet And what he does through this he is he underlines the religious duty of Muslims towards Palestine. So he looks at things like which we'll discuss, you know, nationalism and how you know how that you know uh, plays a role in, in in the context of the Palestinian struggle. So in essence, the book uh, or these series of lectures uh, is a critical analysis of the Muslim response to the Palestinian cause, and he offers insights into the religious, historical, and political dimensions of this uh, of this um, long long-standing issue. Indeed, uh, shukran for that uh, overview there, uh, Sheikh. Now, I wanted to look at the period, perhaps, in which this, these speeches were given that would pr- probably be able to give us a, a, a better appreciation of the content of the book. Uh, which years, over which years did this occur? Was this already while grave injustices were occurring in Palestine? And you, you did mention earlier that uh, the Sheikh had made visits and i think you mentioned that in the piece as well the visits that he had made to palestine anything you can tell us about those yeah so i mean um, um during his his travels uh, he made several visits to palestine and these journeys were not of just political or religious significance but also these were deeply personal and uh, and kind of reflective for him as well so during his travels, he observed the complex socio-political landscape of Palestine. 
and he noted that the tension that exists there, uh, you know, the, in the the conflict in the region, uh, as I mentioned before, is deeply rooted in the historical and religious and cultural differences there. So, you know, as someone from the subcontinent who went to the Arab world to see this from a fresh eye, I think gave gave an approach that we don't really find sometimes. You know, when Arabs write about this issue, they don't really see it from the same from the same angle because this is someone who went from the subcontinent to the Arab world to see this. Um, and he also mentioned things like, you know, the political rhetoric that, you know, that surrounds this conflict as well. So, but one thing that uh, Sheikh was really struck by, uh, and he mentioned this in various lectures that he's given, I think in every lecture he has this 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 uh, paragraph or this point that he mentions, is that he was struck by the resilience and the steadfastness of the, of the Palestinian people among the ongoing hardships. So this was something that he could, that he saw firsthand. And he said that their enduring spirit uh, was a testament to their deep connection to the land. And, you know, this also uh, intertwined with their religious identity and their heritage. So he often highlighted the fact that the importance of Jerusalem uh, and, the, and, and Al-Aqsa and the other holy sites there, uh, you know, um, it em- emphasizes the, uh, you know, Islamic histor- history and, and, and theology. The other thing that he also noted there as well on, on his various travels uh, to, 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 to Palestine, is that the he found that you know um, uh, he found that there was a prolonged uh, this 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 prolonged conflict that existed there was because of the socio-economic conditions of the Palestinian people. So this was not just in essence this is not just a political crisis, but it was also a humanitarian one. So what we see today in what's going on in Gaza and may Allah subhanahu wa taala make it easy for the people there. What we see there today is not is nothing new. And I think he highlighted that if we don't tackle this issue now. This some this is something that will that will um, uh, this is something that will happen. So he also reflected on things like the the uh, the, the broader Muslim world's response to the Palestinian cause. So this was something he uh, expressed things like you know there's there's a lack of unity, there's a lack of effective action within the Muslim Ummah regarding Palestine, and he saw this as a reflection of of the larger issues of leadership and the political strategy of the Islamic world. So. Um, and we, when when you see his writing, is that he has written post these visits. So these visits were conducted between the early fifties to um, you could say on uh, the seventies. In this period, he actually visited and he saw things firsthand. Uh, post visits, he also wrote in other places about this uh, about the issue of Palestine, and he urged people, you know, for, for practical support uh, and a stronger, a more cohesive stand. Against the injustice of the, uh, the injustices that have been the, that the Palestinians are facing, so he believed that the resolution of the Palestinian issue was crucial not just for regional stability but also for the moral and spiritual well-being of the of, of the of the Muslim. So these journeys, in essence, uh, you know, provided Sheikh Hassan with first-hand understanding of the complexities that existed, um, you know, in in this uh, of the Palestinian situation. And I think this enriches his perspective and 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 profoundly influences his subsequent work and and that he does later on. You mentioned earlier the very important way that he had framed events that were occurring in Palestine then, and you know what is happening today, obviously being a continuation of that historical legacy. Uh, the issue of Palestine, Sheikh, as a Islamic issue versus a uh, the nationalistic outlook to this problem. Uh, what what what, way, what was his complaint or what was his 
uh, issue with the way it was framed or, or the way people were perceiving the struggle, uh, perhaps based on those interactions you've just described. Yeah, so the Sheikh, his views on this particular issue of the, is this an Islamic matter, is this a nationalistic cause, what is this? It's quite nuanced in the way he looked at this. So he he um, mentioned that Palestine itself is an Islamic issue. I think he everywhere he states this, that he firmly believed that the Palestinian cause was a, was a, is deeply rooted in Islamic history and theology. And he emphasized that the religious significance, as I mentioned, of Jerusalem and all the other ter- ter- territories there, Muslim Aqsa, uh, you know, this is the, these places have a the, these are strength, uh, central places in the Islamic tradition and heritage. So the second thing was that when he spoke about the nationalistic outlook, he said that th- there is a legitimacy of this that you know there's an importance of national aspirations of the Palestinian people. But he was cautious about this because he said that a lot of the times people frame this as issue solely as a nationalistic in, or in nationalistic terms. So he believed that a pure nationalistic approach will limit the scope of the struggle potentially and then exclude the broader Muslim community. So nationalism, in his view, you could say, is um, sometimes focused too narrowly on territorial and political objectives. uh, And this risks the neglect of religious and spiritual dimensions uh, that that, that he deemed uh, are quite essential. So in a way, what he advocated was a balanced approach. He recognized both the Islamic significance and the nationalistic aspirations of the Palestinian people. But he believed that it was possible to integrate these perspectives uh, where the national struggle for the Palestinian self-determination and their statehood uh, could coexist with the broader Islamic duty to protect and honor sacred Islamic uh, the, the the sacred Islamic sites. So he was cautious against sectarianism and division, and you know he wanted like a global Muslim solidarity on this particular issue. And yeah, uh, Sheikh, you know, just uh, building on that particular point, uh, when we talk about nationalism, when we talk about the immediate region surrounding Palestine, not only in this work, but in many other works, uh, there were laments, but like a a lament that uh, obviously hoped to bring out the best in the people he was lamenting about, a lot of hopes that he placed on Arabs, a lot of Uh, outreach that he made uh, and calls that he made even personally to uh, Arab leaders and Muslim leadership at that time. And that's still a lament that is heard all all very often, even in the current uh, crisis. So explain to us what what were the basis of his, uh, you know, the heightened expectations that he had in the Arab people in general and the leadership in particular. Yeah, so this is actually a particular lecture that he has given on this particular point, um, and he's actually addressed the Arabs on this particular issue, and he had high hopes for them. Um, and I think this was a way of just just to bring them closer to for them to really think about this issue and you know have uh, pra- apply practical steps uh, or take practical steps to come to a, um, a solution. So I think this, but unfortunately, as we see now, uh, this failed to mat- materialize, but. He, he would say to them like things like, you know, unity and cooperation. He would say that all these different countries that are there of the Arab in, in the Middle East, they actually won. They all, the, the identity is that they have an Islamic identity. They're Muslims first. Then their other uh, national identities that have they come, they're, they're secondary. So he would talk about, you know, adhering to the Islamic principles as Muslims and, you know, um, 
this was this was something and also he spoke about like education and cultural awakening as well so he said that the the leaders they would initiate a support for educational and cultural programs that reinforce the histor- historical religious and political importance of the palestinian issue um, uh, for, for for the muslim world so and one other thing that i think is important to mention here is that he he strongly mentions this in various places is that um Muslims need economic and political independence. So he believed that because they rely, they rely and there's an over-reliance on foreign powers, this compromised the ability of Muslim nations to take a strong stand on, uh, on, 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 on issues like Palestine. So he hoped that the leaders would work together uh, towards um, you know, greater self-reliance. Yeah. The... Uh... The, the Quranic principles here, Sheikh, that Mawlana Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi Rahimullah drew upon as he tried to analyze this particular struggle. What were some of those? Yeah, so Sheikh Abu Hassan Nadwi Rahimullah Ta'ala, he mentioned this um, in various principles in his works, and this is actually one of the one of the ways he writes his writing is that he's always he intertwines certain uh, uh, certain Quranic principles. So the first one was actually the principle of of justice and adli. So like Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran, "Audhu billahi min shaitan rajim." Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ya ayuha aladina amanu kunu qawmin bil qist shuhada alillah. So in this particular verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he says that all who believe be persistently standing firm in justice, witness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this was a, a principle that he used, another principle of that the believers are but brothers, so make settlement between your brothers about unity and brotherhood. Um, you know, he also spoke about things like, um, uh, uh, you know, that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us successors upon the earth. So, uh, um, and also he, uh, he, another principle that he mentions is the principle of sabr and patience. So this principle is, is, is repeatedly, is a recurring theme in the Quran, but also, uh, and he, he used to mention this particular point that, you know, um, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this as well. And another principle that he mentions is, is peace and uh, re- reconciliation. So, you know, the fact that we, if we, when, when we, while advocating for resistance against injustice, he also emphasized the Quranic principle of peace. And, and, and this was a particular point that he, 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 uh, he did. This. So if you, in his works, we find various principles from the Quran that he takes. And this is like a grounding in his analysis and recommendations uh, through the teachings of the Quran. The next issue that I want to look at here is the, the Sheikh was a master, a master recorder of history and particularly the lessons of history. And it uh, would be inconceivable that he would not have brought historical lessons and some particular lessons that, uh, you know, resonated with this particular cause in its history, uh, in its, uh, you know, uh, me- perhaps medieval history or from the time of the Prophet Sallallahu uh, Alaihi Wasallam, you know, as more people delve into Palestine today and educate themselves about the history of Palestine, uh, it would be something that we'd be curious about to know which particular lessons from the history of Palestine or broader history did he highlight in speaking about the Palestinian struggle. Yeah, so 
the sheikh he went uh, he mentioned you know uh, various um, historical uh, historical uh, uh, you know uh, lessons that we take from this i mean for him this issue is not something new so it wasn't as if you know as if uh, it's something that just come out uh, has just come out of the blue rather it was something that is going on since since you know uh, many hundreds of years and he said that bec- uh, and if we look at the invasion of 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 you know the, the moguls and and other and uh, contextualize those um those events that took place in the palestinian in the in in the in the in the in light of palestine will find that they, they you know there are lessons to take from this so even going back to you know the early islam as well and the and the lessons that we take from the early muslims that who accepted islam and the difficulties and 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 and, and the kind of patience that they had to endure uh, this was something that they uh, that the muslims faced early on but then of course the fruits and the rewards of that was that later on you know they they actually ha- they actually um, um you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave gave them victory in the end so the, the, the so there are various lessons and one of the things that is, inshallah I'm, I'm trying to do is summarize this book in in english because i feel like just the book review is not enough i'm going to summarize this book inshallah and maybe take out these various lessons and 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 various points uh, thematically inshallah so that people can actually read this and and take some uh, take some uh, lessons from this indeed so i just want to ask you uh Sheikh, in conclusion um you m- mentioned that uh, the sheikh would always focus sheikh, uh, abul hassan ali al-nadwi rahimahullah would always focus on solutions he wouldn't just discuss a topic as a pure academic exercise uh, so if you could touch on some of the very pointed solutions that he offered for the struggle in palestine and uh, looking at where we are today uh, I, I guess many people can point out uh, the, the gravity of the situation in palestine but a number of positives and how the causes evolved how uh, so many you know points of propaganda have been dispelled uh, and so forth so uh, the, uh, he, the ideas that you've explained to us this evening on the causes of uh, weakness and victory, um, you know, do you feel looking at what is occurring today, uh, you know, the, the Ummah has moved on, the people of Palestine have moved on and internalized some of these lessons that he was want to point out, or are there still outstanding issues that you know, we should should still pay urgent attention to that may point to some shortcomings in our strategy. Yeah, so I think this is uh, something that I've mentioned before as well. I think the the the, the, the fact that he mentions this uh, a lot in many many of his works as well on this particular issue is the fact that there there, there needs to be there, there, there needs to be um uh, you know, we need to uh, there are, there are consequences to like division and internal conflict. So you know, if you look at the previous empires that existed, you know we find that there there were there were internal divisions and conflict, and and he drew parallels from these various um, various uh, various uh, stories that existed in the past, and he would say that today as well, he would, even when he was writing this, and even today as well, there's this uh, disunity that there's a that there's a weakness that we have. That we don't do things together. We uh, we don't when when we when we do things, we do it in a way that you know. Just say for example, uh, when it comes to boycotting certain products, people will do it, do it for a short 
maybe a, a short term, but then later, but then as 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 things you know uh, become normal, then they they feel like you know it's, it's fine. We can we can go back to our old ways. So this was something that he really focused on. I think today this is an issue, and he also looked at things like you know historically there's there's been things that that have taken place but they also uh, today there's a continuation of that so when when we see for example things like colonialism and the impact of colonialism that that took place in the in the muslim world uh, you know uh, they, they they had long term uh, detrimental effects and they're still having that today as well so while we feel like we are free uh, you know from from the impact from colonialism we are truly not free from the impact of colonialism so so really you have to learn from our past experiences and 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 this doesn't mean that we're physically dominated by by you know by a foreign land but rather it's you know are we are we mentally capable to do this and one point i think is one of the first lectures in the in the work he speaks about the fact that we have that, that muslims have this 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 issue that they're not able to express themselves you know they have this infer- inferiority complex that they feel like you know they cannot express their uh, things properly so this was something so i think this is still these is, these lessons are as new as they were when they were written that we don't learn from our past mistakes we you know uh, we 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 don't reflect we should have a reflective approach so not just glorifying our achievements of the muslim of the muslims in the past but also critically examining historical mistakes and failures so these 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 were some of the points that he mentioned yeah, in, in his works uh, repeatedly indeed uh, shaka thank you so much for taking us through this and uh, you know highlighting this particular work at this very relevant time, Al-Muslimun uh, Waqadiyat Palestine, or translated, this is the title that is um, Muslims and the Palestinian Course by Sheikh Abu Hassan Ali Anadwi. Uh, the the uh, the Arabic, I would assume, is widely available online, uh, and, and there isn't a full English translation, as you mentioned, but uh, w- work towards a kind of uh, abridgment of the ideas is that that is correct is what you said yeah so because these are lectures and they're quite repetitive so i feel like it might be easier to put this into put these into themes and then inshallah I'll publish it that way so that's something that i'm working on and hopefully inshallah there'll be some the uh, i hope to complete our work soon inshallah Inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala place barakah in that initiative. Sheikh Sayyid Hudayfa Ali Al-Nadwi speaking to us here about uh, the writings and thoughts of Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali Al-Nadwi rahimahullah relating to the Palestinian struggle. Shukran for your time, Sheikh, and barakallahu fiqh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sheikh Sayyid Hudayf Ali Al-Nadwi is a distinguished scholar holding various degrees from Nadwatul Ulama in Lucknow, India and specializes in Arabic and Hadith studies. Check out his review on this work of Murana Abul Hassan Ali Al-Nadwi called Muslims and the Palestinian Cause. It's on traversingtradition.com. We come back from uh, the Adhan break and we speak about the problems faced by medical interns in 